Hello and welcome to the Uneducated Football Podcast. This is part of a series of podcasts with the Uneducated Olympics Podcast, Uneducated Cycling and Uneducated Rugby Podcasts. Um, this one is a bit different. It's going to have a bit of fruity language in it. We're going to focus mainly on the Premier League season and a prediction on the Premier League for this podcast in particular. We have split it into two halves, part one and part two, partly because we've run on too long. Um, the first part is going to be tackling places 20 to 5 and the second part is just going to be a top four special. Hope you enjoy. Thanks very much. Hello and welcome to this first episode of the Uneducated Football Podcast with me, Karen Harris. I'm here with Garrett Roblin and Yean Williams. We're going to just look at the season as a whole, predict what we think is going to happen, look at a couple of transfers and yeah, hopefully you're going to enjoy this podcast. What did you make of the first game of the season? I'll start with you, Gear. Um, wasn't exactly the ideal start for an Arsenal fan. No, it was terrible. Hated every minute of the weekend. <laughs> it was a... I, th- I really enjoyed uh, Jamie Carragher's commentary. I don't know if you've seen that clip on Sky. No, I stopped, watch- I stopped watching at half-time. So. <laughs> yeah, didn't you say you, were, you went to... What were you doing instead of it? Um, I ended up watching Love Island instead. <laughs> Shows how bad it was. <laughs> yeah, absolutely classic. Saw a lot of drama, it was great. <laughs> Yeah, there was well, it wasn't the ideal start for Arsenal. Great start for you, yay. Liverpool fan that you are. What did you make of that start? Yeah, I thought it was a pretty good performance, to be fair. Um, I thought we could have been more clinical in areas. It's disappointed Marnie didn't get a goal, because I thought we actually played really well. And I did have him in my fantasy team. <laughs> but all other aspects of the game was good. I still think we're massively lacking in midfield. Yeah. I mean, I think... You didn't really notice it because, I mean, Norwich aren't really contending in that area. Um, I don't think Cater was was up to much, really. He just didn't really do anything, so you didn't notice the weaker parts of, the, of his game, which we've seen in the past few seasons. But I think it was a good, good start, no complaints. Um, yeah, just Marley getting on the score sheet would have been nice, but defence looked good. Uh Van Dyke looked all right, wasn't really tested, I guess. Alisson made a good save at the end. I saw a few interesting things from a Liverpool perspective. I saw Garth Crooks put Van Dyke in his team of the week, which I thought was a bit of a, bit of a stretch. Um, and also... Garth Crooks' team of the week is uh, arguably one of the most delusional. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the best, is it? I also did see that Milner ran the furthest of any player on the weekend. I think he ran about 15k. I just thought that was... That was strange, to say the least. You know, you, you've got Cater is meant to have legs, but I, I agree with you. He's flattered to deceive at the best of times. Well, let's let's get down straight to predictions. We, we've we obviously changed our predictions slightly from what we had at the start of the season. But do you want to start with the bottom three and then we'll build our way up the table? What Who do you see going down and how does it change? I'll start with you, Yay. Uh, well, it did change quite a bit, to be fair, because... Initially, I looked at Brighton's team and I thought there's just absolutely no way they can stay up because I just don't rate it. I, th- I think they have players like Mope and and Welbeck. Obviously, Welbeck's injured, who can have good at parts of the season, but they've never really put it all together to a point where you'd say he's had a great season. Mope seems to just be good in parts. However, you know, first game of the season, away win against Burnley, which I didn't predict at all. 
ruin my fantasy, my predictions, <laughs> my bet, pretty much everything. Um, and I just thought Burnley <laughs> were absolutely dreadful. It's deja vu with Burnley because their starting eleven feels like it hasn't changed in the last fifteen years. No, because they just don't sign anyone. Um, so I didn't have them in my bottom three initially, but I thought Burnley brought a bit of a crunch game. Perhaps both teams are going to find themselves lower down this season. Um, I, I've got Norwich last. That hasn't changed. I don't think they're going to be particularly dreadful. I just struggle to see where they're going to get any points at all, really. Um, Against us? Not the... <laughs> Really I'll be a relegation six pointer by mid midway through the season, would it? Okay. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Where are we going? Shocking. No, and I, I burn and also Palace in the bottom three. Um, yeah, I don't know about Palace. I I think it's a bit possibly too big of a job for Vieira to start off with. Um, and I just don't. Don't see, same as what I initially thought about Brian. I just don't see that much quality other than Zaha, which, who I think suffers from the same thing as Malpete, where he can't really seem to have just a really solid season. He just He's good in parts or in games. I think Zaha is basically Palace at this point and has been the case for the past few years. Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, so you've gone... Burnley, Palace, Norwich. Gear, how does yours differ from that? Was that the same three for you? Uh, the only difference I've got is Palace coming 17th because I think Zaha will just get them out, basically. Um, and I have Norwich awesome. bottom, Burnley 19th. I thought about it, but no. <laughs> and, and actually, I've got Brentford at 18th. Okay. So they beat us, and I think... They, Sour grapes normally not a good way <laughs> 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 That's bitter. <laughs> I just think they might do a bit of a Norwich, get a few wins, score a few goals, but then it'll all catch up with them. And their scorers will stop scoring like Pookie did two years ago. And I think they'll just... They don't, their squad doesn't scream Premier League quality. I think their manager is... And yeah. the way that they play probably is, but I don't think they've got the quality to do it. I hope they prove me wrong because it'd be quite a good story, but I think they'll just miss out. Okay. Um, I went at the start of the season, I went Palace. I thought Watford. I didn't see Watford surviving. Um, I thought I thought maybe Southampton might struggle. I'm still not convinced by them, but I'll probably say Norwich is my other th- other of the three um, I thought Brighton would be fine I thought they'd beat Burnley I think we predicted I was the only one to see a Brighton win but, um, but I, yeah I got a lot of other decisions wrong so I, got, I can't claim to be Midas but with with Brighton I think this season they can't be as bad at finishing I just can't see them being as bad at finishing and they still create so much I know this expected goals that is pretty ludicrous I, I agree with Everyone that just thinks it's a farce. But the fact they, they do play good football, they do create, they've got a reasonably solid defence even without Ben White. I think they should be fine. Um, and Burnley, I think, will just hold on because they've got Sean Dyche. Though I do question their transfer policy. Like you say, it's the same same eleven as it's been for years. They've made... I think this year will be 
it will finally catch up with Burnley. I don't think they have a transfer policy. I think their policy don't is to buy not anyone. have mm-hmm. any transfers. Yeah. Well, as, Other than Chris, to be fair, it was actually a good signing. Yeah, there's a lot it's depending on him so and Tarkovsky and me not conceding anything. Well, yeah, but, but you mentioned that then. And like, as far as I can tell, the last couple of seasons, the main signings have been defenders. Ben Gibson, they've just signed Nathan Collins from Stoke. Like, you're signing defenders who don't start for you to, to play back up to guys who are already there. I don't really understand the point. Um, they just sold Ben Gibson to Norwich, who I thought actually had a good game on the weekend. Why are you saying Palace, yay? Yeah, to be fair, it's simply on the basis that I think the teams above them are going to do marginally better as opposed to them doing something specifically poorly, like I think Burnley and Norwich will. Um... I mean, I look at the teams I've just got slightly above them, and I think they've all just got... I feel like the thing about the newly promoted teams, especially Brentford and Watford, because they're going to have a massive boost from a first win for the next few weeks, is they both seem to play some exciting football, whether it's Palace, Burnley, arguably Southampton, those teams this year, I just think they're going to not produce really any anything on an attacking front I think they're mainly going to be defensive I mean Southampton for example their goal only came from a mistake it was a great finish but I mean we'll go on to Southampton in a minute but I yeah the exciting thing I I get but that happened with Blackpool yeah and they played really good football and they got relegated because you just it always catch up with you the goal scorers eventually stop scoring and and people work out the way you play the game yeah even with Sheffield so United yeah well, I fancy a change in that this year <sighs> I fancy the the well we're just going to sit back and try and get a couple of good results and over the course of the season stay up I feel like that might catch out a team this year which is why I've got a Palace and a Burnley in there who have been stores yeah. in the Premier League the last few years I feel I that there's a change. Palace have got too much quality in their squad. So you think you think Palace are going to survive? Just yeah, I think they've got too much player, too many players who've been in the Premiership for too long. I I like their si- just, I like their signings. Yeah. I do like their signings. I think we'll talk about it in uh, in a bit, but I think they've signed two good defenders. They've had a host of players leave. I don't think they've replaced all of them because you know half their squad was on free transfers. It seemed at the end of the season. Yeah, I'm just not convinced by Vieira as a coach, and I think we could have a Frank De Boer situation. I don't think he's going to be as bad as De Boer, but I think he's going to be bad. And I, it's, it's about who they bring in after Vieira is the way I see it, to be honest, which is quite a sadistic way to see it after game one. Yeah, it was difficult to judge it. I think it's a bit. Chelsea, where they were never expecting to do anything, and I think three nil is not the not a terrible result for them. So mm, maybe not. Um, so if we could get to some consensus, I think most of us think Palace, and most of us think Norwich. I'm more unsure about Palace than any other. I'm convinced Norwich are down. Pretty confident yeah, this Norwich, year is yeah. Burnley's last. Same, yeah. but Palace. It's it's so hard to call, and when you've got your newly promoted teams and your 
Brighton's, who I initially considered would be going down, playing so well, and Palace having a shocker, it's hard to see it any other way right now. But yeah, I, I may be wrong about that, because Palace do have a lot of it quality. Is, if, if What would you have said before this game week, though? Uh, probably Norwich, Brighton and Watford. But I thought Watford were brilliant against Villa. I didn't think Villa were great, but I thought Watford were very good. Fair enough. So, well, I mean, I've got Brentford and neither of you said Brentford, so we can rule them out. So, let's, should we go, are we happy to say Burnley, Palace, Norwich? Or some variation of those three in the bottom three? As yeah, a consensus? Yeah, I don't mind doing that. Yeah, consensus. So, if I mean, we... Palace play Brentford next weekend, so... Yeah, big game that was when um, I think Brentford are going to be really good this season. I really, I, I thought they looked powerful, which is what, not what I expected them to be. I expected them to be creative and exciting, but I didn't expect them to bully Arsenal the way they did. But I don't think that's the biggest achievement in the world. Um, no, I was going to say, it's not that difficult to do that. <laughs> no. So in terms of the other teams scrapping for, for relegation, I think we've mentioned Watford's. Southampton, um, Brentford, we've Brighton. mentioned, Brighton. Any others you think are going to be in that scrap? No. Well, really. the is 14th to 17th, so I think yeah. that's where the scrap is, really. Yeah. Um, well, let's, you've mentioned Southampton a few times. Yeah, do you want to hit off on that one? Because I think this is a, a joke of a transfer situation, and I don't know what their plan is, to be honest. I just don't really think anyone knows what's just happened. It's kind of just, it's all happened so fast, really, in terms of them just, I thought they were going to have a really good season. And then England, you kind of got an inkling would happen because there were talks that he wasn't happy and that he wouldn't sign a new contract. So you think now they've got time to replace those players. But then they also, was it Ryan Bertrand they also lost? Yeah, on a free, yeah. On a free, I mean, that's not too bad, but I, I haven't really seen... I'm not sure if they've replaced him. No, they but haven't But it's really. definitely not a like-for-like, like, but yeah, they haven't even replaced him. But the stunning one for me is is, is Vestergaard. So you lose your best player, you use a start, lose a starting left-back, and then just as you can't get any worse, you sell your best central defender. It seems like Leicester have just gone, who should we have? And just, just picked him out, and Southampton just willingly let him go. And they haven't looked like they're going to replace him. Yeah. And he's been, Vesca, been incredible from the last few seasons. So I don't really know what's going on there. And I think Leicester. Oh, fair. Well, he's gone to replace Fofana, obviously, because Fofana's injured. Yeah. I, I couldn't yeah, believe I mean, that. Yeah, I mean, that happened so recently. Yeah, yeah. And it's not like Southampton have an influx of central defenders. I just don't understand how that's happened. I don't know if it's like the player's gone, you have to let me go what the situation is. Well, maybe they don't have the money. Yeah, maybe they don't. Well, as well, that's, yeah, that's the weird one with Vestergaard because he's only gone for 15 mil. Like, he starred for um, Denmark in the Euros. He's brilliant. And he's only gone for 15 mil. There was talks of him going to all sorts of clubs. He's gone to Leicester, fine. But 15 mil seems a bit of a snip for Leicester to grab him. The other thing that I'm confused about with them is, like, a lot of teams, you hear about these transfer sagas. Sancho was a saga. Greedish a bit. Kane taking ages and ages and ages to sort out. These happened in a 
about a matter of days, it seems. Unless people are keeping so quiet about it behind the scenes. I don't really understand it. Um, in terms of what you think they can do, Gear, what, what are the positives for Southampton? Are there any? Well, I got them as 14th in mine. I have them above Brian Watford and Palace and all of them because I still think they've got a really good manager. And the signings that they've brought in aren't that bad. Like, Armstrong got a lot of goals in the Championship. It's a bit of a step up for him, I get that. But I think he'll be all right. I, th- I generally put that mainly on the manager. I think the manager could be a really good manager. So that's why I've got them up, to be honest. And their team's not that bad, actually. Like I know they've lost a few players, but they've still got Ward-Prowse. They've still got Romeo. Walcott is OK. He can bag a few goals. Romeo. Adams yeah, I... is decent. He had a good end to the season. So if they can sign a few more players, they've got Redmond, who's good. Walker-Peters, who's all right. Armstrong's can... a great sign, to be fair. Yeah. yeah. If they can bring in a couple of players in defence. McCarthy's a good keeper. I think they'll be alright, to be honest. Yeah, the transfer window's not over, to be fair. Much of what I've said is completely irrelevant if they make replacements. It's just, I mean, maybe it's because there's a lot less exposure to Southampton transfers, like you said, to this Vestgaard one may have been in the works the entire window. We only find out about it by the end. Later on, because the journalists are less interested in what's going on at Southampton. So, you know, there's still a chance that these players get replaced. But, I mean, from an outsider looking in, it looks like they've just had an absolute disaster. Well, I'm trying um, to work out what happens at centre-back centre for them now. Because if they're bringing in Stevens, the guy's useless. Jack Stevens, I don't rate him at all. I think Bednarek's a decent defender. They've still got Bednarek. Yeah. yeah, but that's one of two. And I they de- I think they need another two centre-backs there. Because I'd have, I'd have said they needed two centre-backs before they got rid of... Vestergaard. So, um, I think if the is there's going to be a signing, I would hope so. I would imagine so. Yeah. There has to be. I think um, the only worry is I can't see who they're going to sign from the championship because most of those good centre backs, you know, the likes of Collins, Guehi, etc., have gone other places. So I don't know who they're going to get hold of. Anderson as well has gone to Palace. So it'd be interesting to see who they can get hold of. Um, Brighton, I said are going to be fine. We've talked about that. You boys aren't as convinced, but a good opening day weekend for them. Um, Mopé grabbing a goal as well is going to be good for his confidence, yeah? No comment. <laughs> is that because I've got him in my fantasy and you didn't? No, I, 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 I don't know about Brighton. I still, I st- I'm still, I'm still unsure. To be fair, to be fair, they kept a lot of the players. I thought they were going to lose out. I thought Batum obviously might go. I thought Lamperty could be anything from move, but they've kept them all. So I don't know, maybe I'm just wrong. I just I'm not hundred percent convinced they're as good as they look on paper. But they had a great start to the uh, to the season, so I mean, maybe I'm just wrong. I think they'll be fine, but I don't think they're gonna do anything special. They'll be in and around the bottom. They'll get to 40 points and that'll be it, sort of thing. Yeah. I don't think they're going to do anything. They're not going to climb the table or go into the relegation battle, in my opinion. Fair enough. I've Unless they... the Arsenal of the bottom half, if you will. 
Yeah, <laughs> they'll just be there at the bounce. I think I think they'll be all right. I think they could be even higher, but we'll we'll see how they'll that get, pays off. Get injuries and Mopey will get sent off for doing something stupid. <laughs> probably against Arsenal. <laughs> probably, but he'll probably have already scored three, so it'll be all right. <laughs> Slightly, yeah. Um, Watford, another team that had a very good opening day. I think they've done a great piece of business with Emmanuel Dennis. I'd sort of heard the name, but didn't know much about him. I know, yeah, you mentioned you hadn't heard of him before, but thought he was phenomenal. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I'm not sure where he's come from. Uh, Bruges, um, Bruges in the Belgian I've League. the championship. Bruges, is it? Yeah. Um, so I, I wasn't familiar with Watford from last season because I don't watch much of the championship. But you know, I was very impressed with Dennis. He looked very sharp. Um, seems like he's really hit the ground running. A lot of players who come from foreign uh, leagues tend to struggle in the Premier League, but didn't seem to be the case for him. I think Villa were pretty disappointing. Didn't really do much until the last stage of the game. But yeah, really, really good start for Watford. They played well. Star was um, really good, as I, as I expected. Should have put him in my fancy team. But oh well, these things happen. Let's look at the next few teams then. 13th to 11th. Who do you think will be in those positions? What what have you got gear first and then yay? I've got Newcastle in 13th, um, Wolves in 12th and Villa in, in 11th. I would have had, I actually only had Villa a little bit higher. I think last year was potentially as good as it's going to get for them. And yeah. now they've lost their best player they brought in a few players for like 30 million who were kind of not really tried and tested, if that makes sense. So it was one of those ones where I kind of think maybe the, they had a lot of players last year who played as good as they're going to play. Mings, I think, was as good as he's going to get. Martinez, I think, had a stormer. Conza was really good. McGinn was really good. And now they've just lost... Grealish, so I think they're not going to be able to replace him, so I couldn't put them any higher. And then I mean, they got by. I'm not saying they're going. It's going to replace Grealish, but by Buendia, who's the other, and Ings. I mean, very very well. Ings is very was a very good one, but he will get injured at some point, guaranteed. Yeah, that's backup. Yeah, yeah, a lot of quality. Watkins played well, but didn't score that many goals. Like he was really good, but didn't score. He scored about fourteen, didn't he? And then the Bai one is a bit of a weird one because he's been talked about for years with like going to Spurs or going to some of the big clubs, and it never happened. Wait, so there must be a reason that none of the big teams took him. Are we on about Bailey? Bailey, I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You started with the Bailey thing. I thought I didn't realize Eric Bailey yeah, signed for Aston Villa. Yeah, he, he can't be that good. Um, if, like buy yeah. Leverkusen, let him go. Yeah, they're what? Well, they, I don't know whether they're in the Champions League, but they're in Europe probably. Yeah. And so, why would they be? Why would he be leaving them to go to Villa unless he wasn't playing for them or they have no plans for him? Which means he can't be that good. Yeah, but it's only his performance that's relevant. Why or whether yeah. or not they should or shouldn't have let him go. I actually thought he played quite well when he came on. 
And I just, I think Villa like came alive in the last twenty minutes. I just feel like it yeah, was. Yeah, they did. Not an indication of their season. But they had nothing. They had nothing to lose though in the last twenty minutes. No, I, I just think it's a poor game, and that happens. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they I think they're going to do. They're not maybe as well as they did last season. They need to use this season as a kind of. Okay, let's build on last season. They need to regroup. They've got a lot of new players, and it's going to take time for more to get the chemistry going. So, yeah, I think they'll lose Because yeah. Arsenal have been building for the last 10 years, and they've actually ended up with less than what they were exactly. they Yeah. Wolves, I just think, yeah, they'll be fine. But again, I don't think they'll do anything special. I think Jimenez will score most of their goals, but. I don't know anything about the new manager, so and they didn't seem that great against Leicester, to be honest. I thought they were poor. I thought they were poor. And then Newcastle were just maybe Newcastle would be above Wolves. I think those two are going to be close. I don't think Newcastle will beat everyone below them, but lose to everyone above them. If that like yeah. in my league, if that makes sense, they're not going to yeah. beat. They're not going to do any shock results. I don't think, but mm. they'll beat all the people they should beat. No, um, I agree with you on that one. To be fair, I think, I think Newcastle will be all right. I think they could be quite exciting. I don't think they will because they're just that sort of team. They always, you want a bit more from Newcastle than they give. Wolves, I'm worried for. To be honest, uh, out of those three, I think those are the most likely to get caught up in that relegation battle. I think Villa are one of those sides that. It'll take time for those players to bet in, but once they do, the likes of Wendier, he is class. Bailey has quality. Ings is proven. Um, I think they'll be fine. I think they'll be really good sides. Yay, I was just wondering, did you have anyone else bar those three teams in your 13th to 11th? And if you do, is one of those teams Arsenal? Uh, no, it's not. <laughs> I don't know that quite that bad. Um, I had Wolf 13th. For pretty much the exact same reasons as you two just listed, they're going to be fine. But I don't think anyone's going to be impressed with what they produce this season. I had Newcastle eleven. Yeah, I think they look really good against West Ham, um, who obviously we'll speak about a bit later on. But I actually thought they played really well. Um, yeah. Saint Maxime looked good. Did lose the ball quite a few times. One time did lead to a goal. But I, I actually thought they looked really good. I just think they came up against a much better West Ham team. So I think they're going to have a much better season than last season. I mean, it could have even better than 11th. Um, we'll have to wait and see. The one I've got is Lee. I know that's controversial. don't think they can come anywhere near to produce what they did last season. And I were unbelievable um, on Saturday. But my God, their fence was leaky. Yeah, very very leaky. I know those balls were quality, but those kind of balls are always on in games. Obviously, you've got to produce, but a lot of the time they get snuffed out, and that just was not the case. I mean, the gaps between the centre backs for Green's goal was absolutely horrific. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know. I, I just don't think they're going to have a great season. And I feel like Bamford, if he doesn't do what he did last season, in almost be the top goal scorer, then they haven't got a hope. Of yeah. coming in the top half. <clears throat> yeah, I agree with you, mate. I think, but the, I agree with you, and I also feel there's one thing that's a saving grace. So, on the side that I agree, I think Leeds haven't 
made enough good signings to add to the momentum from last season. I don't think Bamford can have as good a season. and I don't think they've got the other players that will step up and score those goals. I think Rafinha's a great player. He just doesn't score enough goals. In terms of that one game, though, they did struggle against Man U last season. They do seem to struggle against them for whatever reason. I think it's possibly the the, the actual game itself, how much it means to both sides. Leeds maybe get a bit carried away going forward. Um, they got caught out plenty of times. I think that's twice Dan James has played against them, strangely, and he's had decent games, which is good to see from, from a Welsh perspective, but a bit strange considering how average he's been for the rest of the season. Um, I'd put him, I'd put them twelfth. I'd put Newcastle tenth. To be honest, of of those four teams at the moment, I think they look the best on paper. Um, considering, I think Villa are going to take a while to bet in, so I wouldn't be surprised to see Villa sort of sixteenth, seventeenth, eighteenth until midway through the season. I think Leeds was just one of those freak games start of the season. Leeds, they were missing their one, their best player, Leeds in Phillips. And if, yeah. he'd have, if he'd have played, Pogba probably wouldn't have got on the ball as much. Neither would Fernandez. So they were without him on the pitch, they were always going to lose. And I didn't think it was going to be five-one, but it's Leeds and the way they play, they attack constantly. They probably should have just taken the two-nil hit or two-one, whatever the score was at that point, and just closed up a little bit. But it's Leeds, and then Pogba was playing like he does for France. So. It was just one of those games, I think. Yeah, fair enough. So, yeah. so I take it you've got, got you've got Leeds at ten. Leeds at ten. Yeah. Yeah. Who... They just the way they play and the manager will keep them there basically. Fair. Yeah. Who have you got at tenth? Uh, Villa. Villa. I'm going to say Newcastle. So yeah, we haven't got a agreement on that one, but I think it's the same four teams, so we can be happy with that. Yeah. Let's let's move to those places nine to. Well, yes, do nine and eighth before we get into those European proper European competitions. Anyway, um, oh, it it has to be Arsenal, surely? No, I don't. I don't have Arsenal there. I do. I I'll do. I'll tell. Right, I'll tell you why I don't have Arsenal there. Go on. I don't think. I don't think Everton are that good. No, agreed. So I've got Everton at ninth. I'm happy with that. Yeah, <laughs> and. I think Arsenal are better than them. And the other team that I've got eighth, which I think will shock people, but I have my reasons, is West Ham. Okay, right, okay. The reason for that isn't because I don't think they're a better team than Arsenal. I think the Europa League will catch up with them. They say this, people say this every fucking year. But it always does. Every year it does. Yeah, but Wolves had an amazing season. No, they don't. They don't, though. They, yeah, really they don't have the same depth as Man City, but neither do the other teams in the Europa League. I think they've got more depth than Arsenal, to be honest. I don't know why whenever a team in the Premier League gets to the Europa, though, they're going to struggle. Because it does. You know, a lot of things every time. Yeah, I know, but I think I think West Ham have got a much better squad than Wolves did when they struggled. Yeah. Yeah. They've got people like Yarmolenko on the bench. He was really good in the Euros. Oh, Yarmolenko will get injured and won't be there. <laughs> That's the problem. They will. And you take out a couple of their key players, like Rice and Suchek, who have they got to replace them? No one. No There is there, there is talk that they're bringing in um, Alex Kral, the centre mid for Czech Republic. And then I couldn't tell you who their sub-defenders are. 
I know their back four is very good, but if Cresswell gets injured, who comes in? Well, they've still got Fredericks, who's a decent player. Yeah, but he wasn't part of that. The, he, when he was there, they were like 10th, 11th, which is what my point is. I think the Europa League, with the travelling that they will have to do, their squad is not big enough to be able to do another 11 in the week. And then in, injuries will come into it, because a lot of those players were playing in Europe. So it, I think it will catch up with them, essentially, is my point. I, I agree. Unless for, some, unless for some reason they go out really early in the Europa League, maybe they don't get out of the group, then they'll be okay. But I think they'll go quite far and try and win it because it's the only yeah. competition they're really going to win. Yeah. So I think they'll go for it. And they, I think they will. Most West Ham fans, I reckon, if you told them you'd finish eighth but compete for the Europa League, I think they'll take that. I personally think West Ham need a few signings. I agree with you. It's a little bit of a small squad. I just think they've got a lot of quality there. Like, even though they've got they a small do. quality, they've got they've got you know, in attacking areas, for instance, they've got so much strength in depth in those three and behind Antonio. I agree they need a substitute for Antonio. But you look at Ben Rama, Bowen, Fornals, Lanzini, Yarmolenko has been well, mentioned Lanzini before. Lanzini doesn't do anything. Lanzini's been injured, but at his best, he he's brilliant. Exactly. So he's always injured. Again, but you've got your backup as players who are always injured. He's been injured. You can't injured. go he's into not a competition which is that demanding with travel and playing against teams that aren't that good, but will hack you down. And then you've got people saying, oh, we've got Lanzini on the bench. He's not going to be in the team because he'll be injured. I find the irony of it from an Arsenal fan quite funny. But moving well, we'll past talk, that. We struggled with it. I'm actually yeah. very glad we didn't get into it. Yeah. Because we don't have a squad. Okay. So that's why I've got them. I, I can understand the reasoning. Yay. <laughs> Just going from the perspective, other than saying they're shit, why do you have Arsenal in at ninth or eighth? <laughs> I don't really know what was going on with their starting lineup. No. I think I did a quadruple take. I, 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 just, I don't know how you can write that starting line-up down on paper and not just be, we, fu- we fucked up. I, d- yeah. I don't know what that was. I don't know. I, I, never I don't think I will again after that performance. Um, not a good way to start the season in general, especially for a team like Arsenal, who have just been suffering relentlessly in the Premier League the last few years. I mean, their fans can't have been happy with that for obvious reasons. No. I mean, yeah, Lacazette and Aubameyang were injured, but I mean, even if they were playing, I still think that team's not very good. And frankly, it's not a lot of different. We've already named. You put those I, in that team. It is a lot. Different. We had our chances. It's a lot. It's a lot different. But I still don't think it's as good as Villa's team on paper. You want aging like Kazat and Abamian? I just I don't know. No, yeah, but that's really impressive. Two, not really made that much time. Fifteen goals for strikers. A season. Yeah, I know, but I think I don't think that's enough. Every team above them has a better 11 this year than no. Arsenal. No, I would disagree. I, 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 I honestly think they do. I, I think it's perhaps not been the case previously when Arsenal have just had really bad seasons. But I think this year, if you look at it, they just do have much worth. The only reason I've even put them in ninth is because Smith Rowe, I think, is going to have a breakthrough season. Because I think he was actually incredible against Brentford. Right. He actually played really well. Okay. But I just think the rest of Arsenal is 
I heard weird. that we're in their building for a very, very long time. I don't know what yeah. they're building for, and I don't know what <laughs> materials they're using. But my God, their team is getting worse every year. And I don't even know how getting worse. You are. Yeah, I, I'm it's sorry. Really I disagree. You're getting worse. Nothing's changing. You switch your manager, and literally nothing changes. Got, got, I I was listening to. Go go on. You defend it. Okay, go on. In my opinion, for the Brentford one was a shocker, but we were missing. There were five players who would have started and weren't there. I don't get why he's picking Chambers at right back when we have two better right backs on the bench. To be honest, I don't know don't what's wrong it. with Cedric. Cedric's a good player, as far as I can tell. Yeah, that's why I just don't understand it. And then you're missing Lacazette, Aubameyang, Saka was on the bench. Fine. Party, Gabriel, centre back. You're missing five starting players there. It was always going to be a struggle. And then you look at the team. We had so many youngsters on the pitch on that day. But this and is... I think the occasion got to them a little bit. A lot of them haven't played in the Premier League with a crowd. Remember how many how many players yeah. started last year? And then you have Saka, who's playing for England in the World Cup final, who is missing. Pepe, I get, he hasn't done anything really, but he can. So I don't think it's that bad, in my opinion. What? And your whole point of Lacazette and Aubameyang put them in, it's not... I'm sorry, but Aubameyang got us to, what was it, fifth two years ago on his own, basically? Just yeah, yeah. But, but that's two years ago, Gabe. That, that's the issue. That... Last year. Yeah, but he also, when he played, wasn't very good. And that's what Ye and I have been saying. Aubameyang... Isn't the be all and end all? Doesn't need to be that good if he scores goals, and he does score. Goals. Say, say, even if you're like the most positive Arsenal fan, after watching that game, do you genuinely think like, yeah, if Aubameyang comes back and has a good season, we're going to challenge for the top six? Bear in your mind, last I, I, year, I think if you stick those five players five, in, the year before that, it was top four. Yeah, I know we've come down. I mean, that's because we don't have the money to keep up. But if you stick those five players in. You've got Saka, Aubameyang, Lacazette in there. Party comes back. Gabriel slots into centre-back instead of Mary, who's had a shocker. You put, Cha- you put Bellerin or Cedric in at right-back instead of Chambers, because I don't get why Chambers is playing. That team then fits better the way that Arteta wants to play with his passing. And we have then the clinical edge up front with Lacazette and Aubameyang, because we did get chances, which that youngster missed a few, but he's young, so he's going to. It does change it. It does. And last year, with with those players last year, which is the one hopeful thing that I had from last year, was we beat some of the big teams. We lost the teams we shouldn't have, and we beat a lot of the big teams, which we hadn't done under Wenger for years. Okay, I'm going to look at the positive side first. So, positively, start of the season, I thought Pepe would have a good season because he had a very good end to last season. I thought he could continue that momentum, and I was hoping that he'd continue. I thought Smith-Rowe looked a talented player. He's a talented player who's been handed the number 10 shirt for Arsenal, which bothers me. He's not that good yet. He's not good enough to have that shirt. In my head, you can't be, what is he, 1920 and have the 10 shirt at Arsenal? You can't be 19 and have the number 7 shirt at Arsenal for Saka. Those are players that, they are quality players and they will be good, but they've got the bulk of that team on their back now. Your centre-mids are appalling. I will, I'm just saying that flat out now. Ow. Xhaka, is, Xhaka, Xhaka isn't start. good enough. 
Jack, I'm sorry, take that a month ago, everyone was laughing at Arsenal for selling him for 20 million. Because he had such a good Euros. Jack was good in the Euros, don't get me wrong, he's good in the Euros yeah. for... The one game. For Switzerland. Now a shit player. For Switzerland. No, I've always said he's a shit player. Thank We've you. always said he's a shit player. He was decent in the Euros. It doesn't make him a good player. Joe Allen had a world-class Euros. He's now in the Championship of Stoke. Like, that's what happened straight after his world-class Euros in 2016. It doesn't make you a great player. But... Your other options, what are they? Thomas Party, how long is he out for? A couple of months, I think. Right, a couple of months. And you've just sold Joe Willock, who scored 7-7. Seven seven. Like, oh, don't get me started on the Joe Willock thing. I don't get it. Everyone's like, oh, he's amazing. Essentially, he, he would... He, like you just said with Alan, well, Alan had an amazing, doesn't make him a great player. Joe Willock had good seven games. Does not make him a very good player. He might as well have just had a very good Euros and then everyone's going, oh, he's amazing. Why are Arsenal selling him for £25 million? Because it's twenty five million for a player who had five or six very good games, but hadn't he was he was a bit shit for Arsenal before that for three or four years. He's a oh, he's a convinced. decent player, but if we can bring in someone else instead of him, then I take that twenty five million. I take it. Yeah, but that hinges on you actually bringing somebody it in. Does. Yeah, yeah. You've does. been li- you've been linked with so many players. You've been linked with Locatelli. Looks like he's probably off to Juve. I think that was just a pun, to be honest. I, I don't know who else you're actually linked to. You've been linked with Basuma for years, but that doesn't seem to be happening. Um, you desperately need a centre-mid. You, know, you can't survive on Xhaka, Elneny and a 19-year-old. Whether or, not he's, whether or not he looks good, he's 19. You've just commented about your players being young and not used to being under pressure. Yeah, your whole good. team is young. Yeah, but yeah, exactly. you've, you've commented about being under pressure and they can't handle the pressure. Well, if they can't handle they can't handle the pressure of Brentford away, how are they going to cope with a North London derby? How are they going to cope with a Man U away? Because you'd hope that they do. massive punt, this young guy you've signed. Come on, he is a bit, but so far he's done well. So far in pre season and one game, we just said we couldn't say Willock was good after six or seven quality games at the end of the season. Yeah, but he's had a lot of shit games for Arsenal. But this guy's only played one. Yeah, well, so far he's doing well. Oh, mate, you're like Ty. You are worse than Ty, honestly. I think their team they posted against um, Brentford, frankly, is fortunate not to be in the bottom three. (laughs) I think you add in Aubameyang and Lacazette and a few of those other players you mentioned, like Bellerin or whoever you play right back. I look at that and I think, yeah, there they are, ninth, right where they belong. I don't add those players in and think, well, now they're now they're climbing in terms of quality. I just think they're right where they belong, ninth. That's a, so what? A you're adding in a 20-goal-a-season striker in yours. And you're saying, 20-goal-a-season oh, striker two or three years ago. He was 15 last time we had this conversation. Now he's 20. Uh, it's, I, I can't see him scoring... Tw- well, I, I, I can say this on record. He's not scoring 20 goals this season. I'll tell you that for free. He's not. That ain't happening. Not in the league. <laughs> no. Not in the league. Last, last year, he scored 10 goals and didn't and missed 10 games. The season before, he got 22. The season before that, he got 22. Just yeah. Premier last, the, Those seasons, he was very good. But off recent form and last season... Yeah. Don't really I'm saying the... if we can get him back scoring... I wouldn't. Why yeah. wouldn't we go up for sure? Well, I mean, I agree with you. I don't think you're going to get him back scoring. But gear, there's so many ifs and buts and maybes there. That's my issue. Well, there's is buts with every team. No, but there's you're more. With, there's more, more with Arsenal than anything. Eleventh or tenth, if 
Bram, if Bamford scores. There's an if right there. Yeah, but with Arsenal, it's, it's it's an if with every single player. It's if Ben White turns out to be okay for Arsenal, which I think he's a good defender. I think he'll be fine, but it's still an if. It's if you choose a right, the correct right back. Then, isn't it, if you're saying that? I think I'd be very worried playing be worried. against Chelsea next week. Yeah. If they yeah. play their well, starting eleven, league, yeah. yeah, it'll get painful. It could do. Even, Spurs, even Spurs fans are going to have to cover their eyes like this is just hard to watch. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not actually 100% sure Arteta will make it this season either. Oh no! I think he could get sacked. To be honest, I feel like the problem is very much not the manager. And I don't think Arteta's done incredibly well, but I feel like there's only so many different styles of managers you can try. Yeah. Well, yeah. I I, I think there are too many problems for words, but. Let's let's move on past them. Let's look at Everton because we've also mentioned them in that sort of ninth and eighth bracket. Um, and yeah, also, also just to give uh, a little bit of respite, <laughs> but I think Benitez is an appointment. Well, let's start with a Liverpool fan. What do you make of it, yeah? Yeah, I'm not really that um, bothered about it personally. I'm shocked he's gone there. Um, I mean, being a Liverpool fan, it's not based. In Merseyside, I probably don't feel the same way about most two, most Liverpool fans do about Everton. Um, I mean, if Everton fans are disgruntled, they've probably got to aim it at the board and the management more than Benitez because he showed himself a bit of a journeyman in recent times. So, you know, it's up to the board to block Champions League winning Liverpool managers from becoming Everton managers. But from a club perspective, in terms of football, obviously it's great. Benitez is a quality manager. Um, and I think they've got a great team. I just think this year is an extra level of competitiveness competitiveness among the teams above them. It's just so much quality. And much like Garen said about the ifs and the buts, I feel like they could be anywhere between eighth and fifth. I don't see them being that high. I really don't. Although, although I did say before the season, I thought DCL was going to have a good season. Um, I'm stunned with Richarlison's ability to keep going after his Copper America Olympics and now you know scoring open day. I thought he was pretty good as well in that opening day win. Um, my problem will be is. Where's the creativity coming from? I, we don't want to go into it in too much detail because, you know, not much has been said recently. But without Sigurdsson, who's going to be that main creator behind? I don't see someone obviously stepping into that role. Uh, I think that's somewhere they possibly could struggle with Hamez being injured still as well. Um, Townsend perhaps can fill those shoes for a time. Oh. He's a bit of a. He's a bit average, though, mate, isn't he? he like he's yeah, coming to replace Bernard. He's coming. Yeah, to, I don't rate Bernard. He's coming to replace Bernard, but neither of them are brilliant players. I think they're both average. I. I don't think that Everton squad is strong enough to be higher than, at best, eighth. I just don't. I think they've got some good players. I think Richarlison's a decent player. I think DCL's a great goal scorer. And I think Michael Keane as well is a good defender, as well as Godfrey. But that's that's about it. Pickford will have a couple of howlers in the Premier League season. I know he was brilliant for England in the Euros, but he will have a howler at some point. So 
Yeah, I don't see them being high. I've I've got them at ninth. I've got them below Arsenal, to be honest. I do think Arsenal will be bad, but I think Everton will be just bang average. Just flat to deceive. Classic classic Everton, to be honest. Gear, any thoughts on them? I just think, yeah, same as you. I've got them ninth. I just don't... Uh, they're not better than the teams above them. So, And I don't think they're anything... Uh, Richarlison will have to have a break at some point. Yeah. Um, and I think he's there like star player now really yeah so it wasn't ideal for them that he played in the olympics but i suppose he won it so he doesn't care it's not really gonna work they need to focus on winning the fa cup yeah me get a trophy Guess. break their rut of not having a trophy i don't know how long it is but i know it's years so they, yeah i they, think they should try and focus on winning a trophy they need something to cling to as well they need something to push them back into Europe just just to have that extra yeah. money to then get the players that they want to have. You know, Hammers wants out already because Ancelotti's left. Um, so, yeah, we'll see how that goes. Um, so we get into the outskirts of Europe. We've got that European second competition now. don't think any of us think it's much much shape, do we, really? Um, let's talk about 7th, 6th and 5th. I assume the names we're going to hear are Spurs, Leicester and West Ham. I know Gear's got West Ham at, was it eighth he had West Ham? But I assume those are the names that you're thinking of, yeah? Uh, yeah. What order yeah. do you have them out of interest? Um, I've got Spurs seventh. Yeah. West Ham eighth. Sixth. Yeah. And Leicester fifth. And Guy, I assume you've got Arsenal at seventh, is it? Yes, annoyingly, yeah. And Spurs at sixth. Yeah. Um, That that was based on the weekend. Before the weekend, I had it the other way round. Oh, God. Okay, I'm not going to attack that one either. But um, (laughs) we've attacked you enough on the Arsenal front. Let's, let's tackle Leicester because I think we've all got them at fifth. I think they're a, they're a solid team now, pretty much expected to be the closest challengers to that top four. Got good quality, won the Community Shield, which I think was a great coup for them as well because now you know, they've, they've got most of the domestic trophies. If I was to say one thing they should get this season, I would say try and get the Carling Cup just to get the whole set in the last few years. I think that's a fair, fair thing to, to achieve and try and get in that fourth position. I don't see them doing it, though. No, not a chance this year. Last year. Actually, I think they'll finish fifth, but I would be slightly concerned with Leicester a little bit because they've lost Fofana for injury and then bought Vestergaard, who's good. A lot of their whole season, in my opinion, depends on Vardy. And he's... Mm. A year older. I think he will still be good, but they haven't... I was surprised they didn't try and buy Ings or Tammy Abraham just as a backup. I am not just good, but... Well, they've, they have bought Dakar, who a lot of people are raving about. You know, he's got a lot of pace about him. Similar style-ish to Vardy in that pace running in behind. And Ian Asher had a very good season last season, so... I think they'll be all right up front. I 
don't know what's going to happen with him in midfield would be my one thing because I still can't believe they've managed to keep hold of Ndidi, Tielemans and so far Madison as long as they have. I don't know. Well, Madison looks like he could be leaving to go to Arsenal, but that's been going on for ages. So yeah, that feels like to me that depends on Arsenal giving Leicester the money and Arsenal just being a bit tight. Yeah, and then Tielemans and Ndidi, I'm a bit surprised, but they probably just price out a lot of. There are bigger players that other teams are trying to buy. I think they've got quite lucky in the fact that they would probably cost 50, 60 million to buy. Yeah. And that the big teams are trying to buy bigger players than them at the moment instead. And I can't afford to then spend another 50 million on a centre mid. I know, I know if, I was, to be honest. if I was in charge of Liverpool, I'd try and get Tillemans at all costs, to be honest. Yeah, but um, he's probably priced at 60, 70 million, especially if Leicester are selling... If Leicester are selling Madison for 60 million, they'd be selling Tillemans for 60 million. Yeah, I'd, I'd so, get rid of Cater and try and bank as much money as you can. Somewhere in the round of yeah. 20, 20 million will do for him, to be honest. He's been very average. Um, I, yeah. I just don't... But I think, yeah, I think Leicester are better than, better than the rest. They're the best of the rest. They are the best of the rest. Um, West Ham, we've mentioned briefly, I agree with your points on that. Spurs, yay. Um, oh, it's very hard to judge. What are they going to be without Kane? Who are they going to bring in? Why is Kane going? Surely he has to be, no? Well, it was a surely last week. It was definitely the week before that, and he was gone the week before that. So, I don't know. I, I believe him when I see him. I think he's gone. I agree with you. It's getting less certain the longer it drags on, but I... I can't see him staying. I don't. One, um, one. Why wouldn't they cash in? Hundred. What is it? Hundred twenty million. They're talking about. I would cash in yeah. on that. Well, because they've just beaten the uh, favourites. Yeah, but the, I think that was a one. Man City were poor. Yeah, they were poor. It was a one-off game for them. I think it's a kick up the ass for a lot of the Man City players. Pep, I bet we won't, we won't see half that team again for the rest of the season. Mendy, Mendy. I don't think he'll play. <laughs> Mendy's gone. Ake, Mendy. Ake won't play as well. He was like, awful as well. He'll just get rid of some of them. Oh, I'm stunned Ake and played. It, I'm stunned Ake played. He was terrible in the Community Shield final. I don't know, don't really understand what's happened to him. He's been awful at Man City. Yeah. I would I would be surprised if Man City don't get Kane at this point. The fact yeah. that like, all the pundits were saying that Kane wasn't even at the stadium just says a lot for me. He's the club yeah. captain. He wasn't at the first home game in a year where fans were allowed to be there. It doesn't matter if he's in the match day squad or not. That sends a message to them for me that he's not going to be there. No, I completely agree. I think he's gone. I think he's. I think he has to go. Um, in terms of who they can replace him with, is there anyone that you can see? Uh, obviously, we'll probably sp- speak about it more in transfers, but is there anyone you'd like to see at Spurs? I'll ask that to Yeah, because I assume, assume Gay will say someone like Stephen Colker at, up front. But Yeah, who would you like to see? I think Son stepping up to centre forward is the most logical decision. Well, and Seems bring... to play unbelievable every time he does. Just bring in another winger. Yeah, Heel. They've brought in that Brian Heel guy along with the deal with Lamella, which I thought was a lot of money. And then um, their other big signing has been his central defender to replace. 
uh, Alderweireld. Still can't believe Alderweireld went for three million, but again, we'll discuss it more in transfers. Um, so yeah, some variation of Leicester, West Ham, Spurs. We'll stop there before you get to the top four. This has run on quite a bit of time, so we're all a bit tired. So we're going to do a top four special coming in the next couple of days. Hope you've enjoyed places 20 through to five. And uh, yeah, look out for the top four special coming very soon.